0: Good morning. Welcome to the Hanukkah edition of 10 Minutes of Meaning. Help yourself to donuts, including a jelly donut and some coffee. I want to thank our sponsors for this year, Becky and Avi Katz, and family in memory of Becky's father, David Grossman, Lila Nishmas, David Ben-Menachem, manish whose neshama should have an aliyah. We are in Masilas Sharam. We're in the fourth parak, parak Kaniyasa Hazihirus. We've been focusing on how to acquire the character trait The midah of vigilance, mindfulness, how to go through life not only enthusiastically, zealously pursuing our goals, but living mindfully to identify what are the distractions, what are the obstacles, what are the pitfalls that might knock us off course and might prevent us from achieving them. So we last left off, the Ramchal was talking about three categories of people. The first category he calls, he coins, the people who are shalom, who are... Shalem, rather, in their thinking. People who are whole, who are overachievers. People who want to get what's right. They're ambitious, they're aspirational. They're not satisfied with mediocrity. They're not satisfied with just getting by. But there is a sense of aspiration and ambition. And such people, he says, should not be satisfied. Just like we want the nicest house, the nicest car, the nicest clothing. They want to reach all their goals in terms of professionally and income-wise, academically for their children, the people who define themselves and see themselves as ambitious and driven in every area of life, they work out, they run marathons, they compete in triathlons, they shouldn't leave their neshama behind. If we're overachieving in our physical lives and in a material sense, we should be overachievers in the spiritual sense as well. Amr of Racha. And this our Rabbi said to Gemara Baba Basra Aderech HaMashu Malamichko Koechad Nechve Mechupaso Shechaveiro Chazal added An insight, a statement, an observation Everyone is Nichve. Everybody is injured, is burnt By his neighbor, his friend's chuppah What does that mean? Everybody's injured by his neighbor's chuppah So some say it means jealousy or envious Somebody had a beautiful chuppah So person, uh, that could mean Who they're marrying under the chuppah Could mean the decor, the, it could mean a lot of don't be so jealous. It comes with a very large bill. But don't ever be jealous of what you see. You don't know what comes with it. But it could be you're jealous that the neighbors marry your friend. Oh, look at their shalom bias. Look at their wife. Look at their family. Look at their children. But the Ramchal understands it a little bit differently. kina says the Ramchal, has nothing to do with jealousy. It's not that you see who your friend married and you're jealous or their wedding or their gifts or the crowd or the singer. What is it then? Why is it a person is injured or burnt? Because the person is saying, not I'm jealous of them, it's not an issue of envy, but someone who's somebody who's an overachiever says, why didn't I achieve that? Why didn't I marry someone of that quality, of that character? Why didn't I merit it? What's wrong with me? Why am I deficient? What am I lacking? Why couldn't I afford? Why didn't I have? Not as a source of jealousy, not inspired by jealousy, but informed by ambition. So ambition can be debilitating. An overachiever can look around and say, no matter what I have, it's not enough. Why don't I have what they have? Why haven't I achieved what they've achieved? Why don't I make what they make? Why am I married who they married? If that's the thought process If the ambition and the overachievement Leads you to have yeush, It leaves a person to despair To being debilitated To being hopeless It leads a person to feel inadequate Then it's a negative character trait That's not what we're looking for What we're looking for says the Ramchal Is a sense of drive and ambition To be the best that we can be Not to look around and measure ourselves against anyone else, but to only measure ourselves against ourselves. Who am I meant to be? Who could I be? What does the best version of me look like? And have I gotten there? What does it take to get there? That's what Hanukkah is all about. Illuminating the darkness. We light that candle and what does it help us see? You're not allowed, you're not supposed to use the candles. Forbidden from counting money next to the candles. Which the Bali Musa, the Bali Makhshova say is not just telling us about a forbidden use of the candles. It's not just a coincidence. The Gemara says also laharzos. you can't be count. Lahartzos means to count your money. It's not just giving us an example, because it could have said, don't play a board game next to the candles, don't read next to the candles, don't cook next to the candles. Why does it specifically say that? Because the word lahartzos means to count, but it also means, Ritsui lahartzos, Rotse means to want. When you're near the candles, don't want money. When you're near the candles, it's not more material success that should drive you. What is it that the candles illuminate? What do they open our eyes to? Not more material success, but more spiritual success. Who we could be. You're not allowed to use them. You can't utilize them. What are they there for? We stare at the candles of the menorah, which have a medicinal value. The Bali HaMachshavah, the Bali HaChassidahs tell us When you stare into the candle, it repairs whatever damage we did to our eyes during the year. We looked at the wrong thing, inappropriate thing. We looked with the wrong eye, an envious eye, a judgmental eye. If we abused our eyes, we injured our eyes. When we look at the light of the Hanukkah candles, we can repair the damage that was done. How? What are we looking at? We're not looking at the size of our house, the brand of our car. We're not looking at how much money we have in our account. Don't go on the money app next to the candles. mamun. You can't check your bank app, see how your portfolio, your stocks are doing when you're next to the candles. Why? Because the candles are not about material ambition. The candles are about a spiritual ambition being able to see, to get a glimpse, a window into who we could be, the kind of disciplined life we could lead. We can daven with kavanah, and we can show up early, and we can do chesed, and we can invite people so nobody is alone on Hanukkah or ever. We can be kind, and we can be patient, and we can be generous, and we can be magnanimous, and we can be all the qualities. We can be diligent, and we can achieve in learning. Whoever we want to be and aspire to be, we shouldn't give up on being that person. Our best is always yet to come. And where do we see a glimpse into that vision of who we could be when we use the Hanukkah candles? The Gemara and Shabbos says even candles made from material that are unfit for Shabbos are permissible to be used for Hanukkah. The Moray Naim, Rabbi Nacham of Chernobyl, explains that we know a candle is a metaphor for the soul Hashem nishmas Adam. The candle, the soul, is likened to a candle. That's why we light a yurtside candle, a yizker candle, a shiva candle, because the flame of the candle represents the soul. Just like the flame, you can't grab it, it's not tangible. Yet, you benefit from its light, you can feel its warmth. So too the neshama, you can't grab, it's not tangible in neshama. But if you look, you can feel its light. If you feel, you can feel its warmth. And that's why, kinarah nishmas adam, we light a candle to commemorate a loved one who's gone, but it also represents the living. We see in those candles our neshamas. It's an amazing thing. I showed my kids this when we were lighting candles the other night. You take the candle and you know the flame is going what direction? Up. What happens if you turn the candle upside down? Where's the flame going? No matter where you turn the candle, the flame is always going up. Ki nishmas adam. The animal crawls on all four. The animal is brought to the ground. The animal lives in the material world. The human walks on two legs. We reach for the stars. We aspire. We grow towards the heavens. Nishma There's a neshama inside us. There's a soul. There's a flame. That no matter which direction you turn the candle, towards the ground, towards the stock market, towards the car, towards the celebrity, towards the concert, towards the money, no matter which direction you turn the candle, the flame, nevertheless, is always dance and jump in the flame is always going up. So says the Chernobyl Rebbe, what the Gemara means to tell us is even a candle that's unfit for Shabbos use made from a material of fuel which is ineligible for lighting the Shabbos candles is good for Hanukkah. What does it mean? Says the Chernobyl Rebbe, what it means is even the Jew who can't light their fire through Shabbos Shabbos has become stale, Wrote the weekly Shabbos doesn't do it, but Hanukkah can light their fire. We can all on Hanukkah try to light our spark within us to light a fire. The Syrian greets to throw." The Hellenists tried to put us in a dark place. They tried to close our eyes and say you're inadequate, you don't measure up, you're not as good as your friend. Look at his chuppah, look at his wife, look at those flowers, look at that family, look at that income, look at that job, look at that respect, look at the amount of friends or followers or the amount of fame. You're inadequate, you're pathetic, you don't measure up. So don't even try That's what they tried to do, is close our eyes and put us in a dark and hopeless place. And what's our response? What's the antidote? We light the candles. We light ourselves on fire. We say it's not true. My happiness is not determined by measuring myself against anyone else. My happiness is measuring myself against who I can be, what I'm meant to be, where I'm meant to go, what I'm meant to achieve, what role and what mission I'm meant to fulfill. And I light that candle, it illuminates the darkness, and I could see a path. I see a path for the rest of the year. I see a path. We pass in that Hadlaka osa Mitzvah, the afternoon kola, we spoke about this on Monday. Hadlaka osa Mitzvah, the debate, Hadlaka or Hanacha? What's the mitzvah, lighting the candle or the placement of the candle? And we pass in Hadlaka osa Mitzvah. We have to madlik our own air. We have to light ourselves on fire. Stop waiting. Stop waiting for the rabbi or the chazan or the book or the minion or the coworker or the spouse. Stop waiting and blaming everyone else. Take extreme ownership and realize Hadlaka Usa mitzvah. We have to rely on ourselves. We and only we are responsible to take extreme ownership, Hadlaka Usa mitzvah to be madlik, to light ourselves on fire, to light that spark, to light that flame. And when we do, to include ourselves among the Shlemeh Hadas, to be those who are overachievers not just our kids going to Ivy League or how much money we make, not to be an overachiever of social media, to be an overachiever within our own neshama, to light that candle and to light our neshama on fire. Afrelich and Hanukkah. Have a great week.